If your AC is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your AC unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Anderson, he, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Inner Sight. Today's topic is the group, and what we're going to speak about a lot is how the group relates to the self and also it's just amazing how modern day uh, physics, modern day science is coming to a conclusion that we're all related, that we're all one and that's kind of a startling discovery because it confirms something that many of the ancients said many years ago and many of our greatest spiritual leaders were of the opinion that we are all united, we are all one and they've made comments and they've thought that that was an important concept. And I like this concept from Alice Bailey. Alice Bailey is our founder. She's the founder of Lucis Trust, and she has many important sayings that we... An independent uh, being, and uh, becomes aware that uh, he is a, a self, a personality, and that's a necessary stage. Uh, it leads to what they call the terrible twos, when the child says, uh, I want, I want, I, I will... Uh, and it's very difficult to get them to see beyond the, the needs and demands of their little beings. Uh, it's what distinguishes the human being from a herd of sheep, that we are conscious of ourselves as a, mm. as a, uh, a unique being. But beyond that, there's the stage that, as you said, uh, the realization that we all are part of something much greater, that we're all interconnected, as you put it. And uh, as Alice Bailey said, the real goal of education is to help the human being to become aware of this, to develop the sense of group consciousness. It's the real uh, thrust of what should be um, motivating the educational system and all teachers. Yeah, we're moving very gradually uh, and at a slow pace. That We're moving from uh, uh, essentially a... Uh, uh, self-centeredness to a group-centeredness uh, orientation. And I think this is, uh, we, we sort of take it for granted that this is happening in the world, but it, it's really designed this way because uh, it, 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 uh, it means essentially that uh, human consciousness is evolving and th what we're aiming for is this... Sometimes derisively called... Uh, the, the Age of Wisdom says that we're transiting into uh, the Age of Aquarius, which uh, isn't as uh, exotic or mysterious as it sounds. What that means to those who have some understanding of um, uh, the, the meaning behind that name is that it's an Age of Brotherhood, of uh, group relationships, of uh, a consciousness of belonging to one's fellow human beings. So the, the whole tide of energy that is um, driving the universe, uh, certainly our solar system, is, is that of uh, an age in which group consciousness is going to become more and more an undeniable fact. We've come out of an age in which the 
the development of the individual was the major uh, goal and the major ideal. And that had its very positive aspects. There have been tremendous achievements uh, done on behalf of humanity by great individuals. And uh, a certain group of uh, disciples and apostles. And uh, the Buddha also had a group of erhats that... Um, they all work together, and uh, Christ couldn't have done his work without a group of disciples that would uh, go out into the world and spread the Gospels, and so it was very necessary. He didn't do it all by himself, because he was the focal point, But uh, and I think each group needs that sort of thing, but uh, it was the, the efforts, the combined efforts of all the disciples together that uh, really anchored Christianity in the world. So they were sort of a prototype of what's becoming more and more noticeable now, the the group effort on behalf of humanity. And um, we can talk about that uh, in our program today. Yeah, what would what would be um what would motivate someone to uh, to move from a concept of self where one is egocentric to what would what would motivate one from to go from that point uh, say to a point where uh, where he looks upon the self as as the group looks to the group as an extension of the self, whereupon he reaches a point in his own evolvement where he cares about the group as much as himself. What would bring uh, someone along that path to reach it, that point of evolvement? It's the opening of the heart, I think, mm-hmm. more than anything. You certainly need a mind to function intelligently as uh, as an individual and as a member of uh, a group, but the heart. The opening of the heart is what gives that sense of inclusiveness, of of sympathy, of compassion for people, particularly for those who aren't known personally to oneself. That ability to identify with someone and say, there but for the grace of God go I, mm-hmm. and to really feel their, their plight. Uh, that's the effect of the heart. And I think that when this be... When, when the heart begins to awaken, you, you develop a sense of being related to and uh, interlinked with others. It may not be in a universal sense because uh, I don't want to be overly idealistic about this. Certainly most of us can point to people all around us whom we don't feel identified with and, uh, mm-hmm. and don't feel uh, in tune with. And I think that's normal. I don't think we should be overly... Um, idealistic about the concept, but we begin by trying to extend the, um, using our imagination, trying to extend our consciousness to identify with what we think uh, is is happening to another person and yeah. entering mm-hmm. into their, their woes and their longings. Right, and I think that um, the identification process begins at home, in the family. Uh, that's probably the first group that one maybe becomes aware of. You have the, mm-hmm. the father and the mother and the child, or maybe more than one child, and uh, that's the, the basic group. And uh, um, I was just thinking of this today. The uh, group consciousness develops when a family does things together for the interest of the family. He is expressing more of his own special interest his own particular interest uh, in himself and uh, not on the love of the family. And so I think that family group is really where the first testing ground comes in. And uh, so it's very important to start right there. And that begins to open the heart when you do things together as a family. 
I think one of the concerns of people is that they're going to give up their own individuality and their self-identity, that that's going to in some way be Mm -hmm. surrendered if they look upon the group as being an extension of themselves. Uh, How would you, how would you, would you comment on that? Well, it's a natural fear uh, or anxiety that you would have to suspend your own inner uh, integrity to be a part of a group. But actually, the only really um, contributing, functioning uh, member of a group is one who does have a sense of his own integrity and knows his own thoughts and his own standards and uh, point of view. That's his uniqueness drawn out of you that you might not have known was there or been able to summon up as an individual. This is something I think we don't appreciate enough. What the group, whatever it is, family or workplace or community or whatever, what the group can evoke from the individual is quite powerful. We need each other. Right, and uh, the the group becomes uh, much more dynamic, I think, because that uh, energy of the individual uh, collectively, collective energy, um, gives more dynamic dynamism to the group work and the group interest. Mm-hmm. One of uh, one example of how this works, I think, is when there's a disaster of some sort. For example, what's happened in India with the earthquake, where people, uh, by crisis, are drawn into a, a community spirit and a desire to help each other that is quite noble and um, almost miraculous. People who hadn't uh, known each other will make incredible sacrifices to help. I was reading in the paper about people coming from all over India, which is a huge country, traveling a couple of days on the train on what they call hard seats, you know, the cheaper fares, and bringing whatever they can, food, clothing, money, to the disaster area and helping dig people out. This is something that um, is an expression of uh, the the capacity of the group to evoke the the best from within the individual. That's interesting. Uh, do you have any other practical indications that people are becoming more group conscious? Uh, someone who's, uh, in an instant, uh, we can see that he's extended his concept of self uh, to that of the group where he sees himself as part of the group and he wants to save the group. He sacrifices his own life. And, of course, then we have a dramatic example uh, with Jesus Christ and people who are understanding that concept where his life was sacrificed for the good of humanity. But uh, do we have any other examples, any other practical examples, uh, maybe not so so as dramatic as the one I just mentioned? uh? Well, there's a lot of group activity going on in the world today, and I think we can talk about that in a minute, but uh, there is Special interest groups and team sports and uh, those things are all indicative of uh, the growth of the group. Yeah, I I think you're right. I think that really encourages uh, people to identify a group with group and to uh, uh, take their concept of self and to bring it into uh, a larger area. So I think sports are very good in that way because it's towards spiritual advancement and also um, towards uh, improving our concept of self. Uh, if anybody would like to order this tape or if you'd like to order our books, we have 24 volumes of books. Uh, our books have all been written by Alice Bailey. She's the founder of Lucis Trust. And I think you'll find those books extremely thought-provoking. They're, they're certainly not light reading, but if you are interested in the meaning of life and if you want to be challenged about your thoughts and per- perhaps uh, uh, even to be introduced to new concepts, give us a call at one 
866-NY-LUCIS. That's 1-866-NY-LUCIS. L-U-C-I-S. Once again, it's 1-866-NY-LUCIS. You can purchase those books uh, from us, or you can purchase them from Barnes & Noble or Amazon.com. You can also, if you'd like, order a copy, a cassette copy of the show for a nominal fee. And uh, by the way, if you buy all 24 volumes of our books, and if you buy them from Lucis Trust directly instead of from the bookstores, you will get a 10% discount. But I can tell you from my own experience, I don't think there's any set of books that will stimulate your interest or challenge you and perhaps uh, uh, guide you into healthier thinking than the Lucis Trust books, all written by Alice Bailey. So once again, give us a call at 1-866-695-8247. And by the way, uh, we love doing these shows, and, uh, and we're certainly happy to be able to share our thoughts with you. But the way we exist is through your donations. So uh, please uh, consider that. And if you want to keep our show on the air, that's the way to do it. And we have so many other aspects to Lewis's Trust. We have... Uh, meditation meetings, and uh, we have ways where we get together and we meet, and uh, uh, for those people who are not new, to, who are new to us, um, uh, we're not a religion, uh, we're uh, more or less a uh, philosophy organization, so as time goes on, we'll define more who we are. Um, what if someone lives alone and works independently? Is he or she part of any group? Yes, uh, they may not think of it. They may th think of themselves as being independent and rather isolated. But I think if you bring uh, some creative imagination to it, you can realize that even if you're self-employed and a single person, you're a part of a group if you live, for example, in an apartment building. You have neighbors around you. You have um, people who are affected by the way you live your life. Just think of somebody who... Um, bangs closet doors at midnight, and you be you become aware that uh, uh, you're not alone in the world. Uh, there are people around you. And yet, amazingly, there are a lot of people that live just that way without a thought in their heads about uh, the fact that there are others who are affected by the way they live their lives. On a more positive note, there are such things as community gardens that are forming in the city, the neighborhood watch programs. Those are things that people can participate in, even if they're single people and uh, living alone. I think the, the idea is to learn to think in terms of having a group and expecting to recognize it, and then you will begin to see that you are, in fact, part of many groups. Uh, an example that came to mind was not too long ago a woman who died who was written up in the newspapers for her extraordinary effort on behalf of opera lovers. Maybe you read about her. She was a single woman who for years apparently organized the uh, waiting line of people who wanted standing room only tickets for the opera. And it was a, a mess of a line when she first encountered it. And people would uh, not take their turn, and they they jumped the line, and other people were um, pushed behind. She, with her will, decided that her project in life was to organize this line. And for years, she had a system that uh, ensured that first come, first serve, everybody got their seats, and it was fair and organized. She created a group out of her love for opera. So that's an example. Well, there's, I guess there's probably a lot of examples of people who are um, uh, doing practical things or practical indications mm -hmm. that people are becoming more group conscious. Um, 
might be worth going into some of those, too, because uh, I, th- I think for some people it's a new concept. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, one of the most familiar is what started in the earlier part of last century, the growth of labor unions. Those were the um, the forming of groups by people who felt they were not getting their rights and their just uh, treatment on the part of their employers. Um, the cycle of conferences that the UN has held uh, show groups coming together for the environment, for uh, women's rights, for um, sustainability, for uh, population growth. Um, another example is the 12-step programs that have uh, helped people come together as groups to solve their their problems, their addictions, and so on. Um, Another example is the sister city programs that have formed between two cities on uh, very far away from each other. Uh, not too long ago, there was an article about a city in Wisconsin that formed a sister city relationship with a city in Russia. Mm-hmm. And this group of people on, in both countries collaborated to improve medical care in the Russian city. And it was extraordinary what they accomplished with some money, but mostly just a great deal of love, commitment, and sharing of ideas. Mm-hmm. You can't do much of anything today without uh, working with a group. At least you want to get something accomplished. Uh, it seems to be that that's the only way that you can really uh, really uh, accomplish a task today, mm-hmm. whatever you need. Yeah, from what I see, it's a, a step along the... Uh, along the path of spiritual evolution, to go uh, to take a step from being egocentric and only thinking of the physical entity that is you, and extending it to a group and feeling a responsibility for that group, uh, almost to the point uh, of, well, I guess similar to the soldier who uh, organize and um, set standards, perhaps um, exercise a kind of um, decision making. That does not mean that there's a place for dictators uh, anymore in mm-hmm. group life. Uh, but when you don't have uh, some kind of organization and some kind of deci- decision-making process uh, specified in a group, it can be a little more difficult. Usually then you revert to the majority rules kind of thing. And sometimes that creates its own kind of... A lot of that, a lot of experience a lot of authoritarians. Of that. And um, those, those groups... Uh, you know they collapse on themselves once mm-hmm. the authority disappears then uh, the, the 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 group purpose kind of uh, peters out and dissipates but um that gets back to the to the uh, if the group has a particular interest that it is trying to carry out then uh that interest can be worked out no matter who's at the center point Mm-hmm. And uh, then the interest of the group becomes paramount and not the individual at the center. And I think that's the uh, key difference today. That, uh, and that's what real leadership is, being able to determine the group's um, orientation and the group's intention and helping the group to express that. That's what real leadership is, not imposing one's personal will on it, but evoking this recognition from within the group. Mm-hmm. Many people think of freedom as the highest ideal a a human being can aspire to. Do you agree with that? No. Uh, In this country, particularly, freedom is an ideal that is uh, reverently treated. And, of course, uh, I think it's obvious why it's um, so uh, desired. We all want our freedom. But 
Freedom always has certain limitations on it when one comes to the group. Was it Abraham Lincoln who said one man's freedom stops where another man's freedom begins? Mm-hmm. We, we can't just have personal license and be a member of a group. And particularly on the spiritual path, uh, you, you realize that the path of spiritual awakening is trod by a group, not mm-hmm. by an individual alone. You are always together with others who are heading toward the same light as you are, and you are not only um, aware of them, but you are obligated to help them, and you cannot think of yourself as being isolated. That sounds like another theme for another program. I think we should work at <laughs> that a little more. Yeah. Well, I think I think the uh, the highest form of group um, uh, definition and uh, identifying with the group is probably what our great spiritual leaders are all about, and that's Buddha and Christ, who identified with all life forms, and that was their largest groups, and that's certainly something to think about. But uh, group consciousness is an element of the soul, and you can't think of yourself as an iconoclast, an isolated individual, and also consider yourself a spiritual person. In closing, we'd like you to ponder on this thought. Goodwill is a touchstone that will transform the world. There is a world prayer called the Great Invocation. It is a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, Let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills. The purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your AC unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Life gets complicated. And it only gets more complicated when things change. Which is why AAA insurance agents take the time to talk with you so that they can help you choose the best auto and home coverage. Don't put off getting protected. Let AAA help cover what you care about. Insurance that's not just insurance. Talk to your local AAA insurance agent or visit AAA.com insurance to learn more about AAA.